Jam packed live episode. That was me playing ukulele live right here in the wow, studio. Wow, that felt so live. That was oh man, was did so not live. play that from my phone because I did not, I did not not remember to not bring my not ukulele. A choice to not bring your ukulele. I came from work, dude. Don't give me a hard time. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to and now try this, the podcast where we challenge each other to try our favorite things. And I'm stoked to be here with my buddy Marcus. Okay, he's not as stoked to be uh, here with me. you got someone else. I don't know. I'm no, sure I was, that was, was for me. It was for you. It was for me? Yep. Sorry about that. No. Try again. Do it again. And I'm Nick. No, I don't want to give it to you again. You, I tried. You did it. You did the darn thing. Marcus, explain what the show is. You just explained it no, so better. well. No, better. No, I could, can't possibly no, do I, better I, than please that. Do, please do better. Each week, Nick and I get together and give each other something that we love for the other to try. That's it. Now. Now. And this yes. week, <laughs> <laughs> now, comma, this week, I gave you 8th Grade, movie written and directed by Bo Burnham. Do you know a lot about Bo Burnham? Well, I know that his name is pronounced Bo Burnham. It's not right. <laughs> yeah, I do. And I know that's not right because most of his songs are self-referential and he literally says his name. Yeah. All the time. I love Bo Burnham. He is amazing. He's a talented comedian. Um, and it's been interesting watching him because his career started with uh, YouTube. And so he's kind YouTube. of always been in the limelight. So you've got to see his entire career trajectory. And he's a very self-made comedian and artist. And so you are actually seeing his growth um, as a person. Which is weird because most... It is funny because his YouTube songs are way sillier. Yeah, they for sure. have way less depth yeah. than his later stuff. And then his... Yeah, and now it's all about like existentialism. Well, and, he like, literally released something on, and... is what, on YouTube is not even a comedy special. No. It is an art piece. It is. It really honestly is. And so it's interesting watching him um, grow like that because he's also our age too. So it's like we're growing up with him and watching him do... Um, much better stuff than us. Guys, it's <laughs> funny because I also love Bo Burnham. I feel like Marcus and I discovered him around the same time, and one of our, you know, something in our friendship is both liking this guy, that same kind of humor. Like, so much so that I bought you his book for your birthday yeah, you one year. Yeah, I still have it. You know, I love, yeah. what a weird thing to say. You know what that means? You know what that tells me? That I give away things or get rid of them. All the time. <laughs> so much so, oh my god, I'm never buying you anything No gifts, I don't. I have Suki St. James in my Funko collection because... Suki. Because she's fucking... Because you got it for me. Because we watched Gilmore Girls and you won the game. Yeah. Yeah, you earned that. I did earn that. I'm just also, saying, it's so funny because you definitely have. You definitely have gotten rid of gifts because of the way I you have, said that. Yeah. That is super funny. So, hey, shout out to Marcus's family. Shout out to Matthew. Shout out to Mrs... I don't know your mom's name. Cruz. <laughs> I was like, that's super dang <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Cruz. You guys, you present our dad around, I promise. But, Suki St. James. That will stay with me forever. And Bo Burnham's book. And Bo- forever. Not going nowhere. What did I... Oh, okay. I was like, what did I just get you recently? I couldn't remember. I don't remember. Um, if you won't brag, I'll brag. So this last, what was it, Christmas? Birthday? I combined them together because I got Marcus a super expensive gift. And I got him the first issue of one of his favorite comics because I'm the best friend Oh, in the I world. sold that. 
God damn you, <laughs> son of a bitch. I got a CGC copy of a variant cover of Invincible. Yeah, it was really cool. Because I'm awesome. I know. And? I was, and? Yeah. Still don't see it up in this goddamn movie. I know. Well, I was Fucking talking. Piss. I was thinking about it. We were going to get shelves piss. and put it above the... I was going to put my three comic books above there and get Cassie like a Batgirl one and then put it up there because she loves Batgirl. Oh, cute. Yeah. Like a seminal cl- uh, issue or like number one of the newest run? Whatever's cheapest on eBay. <laughs> oh, did you already buy one? No. Oh, okay. No, but I was looking. It's hard. I, w- I would pick something with... She loves the Babs Tar run. Is that the one where she's leathery? Yeah. She likes that. I, like, best. I was about to say, oh, is it the leathery one? Because that just sounds like what she would like. Yeah, yeah. That's the one like she it. likes the most. Yeah. Leathery? It's the one where she's purple and got yellow boots. Yeah. I Those think your best bet is probably get this rebirth that just happened. The first issue of that. Because it'll be a number one. Does it have but her it's on the recent, cover? And there's got to be a variant of her on yeah. the cover. That's oh, look. nice. That's probably your best bet. Alright guys, this is Comic Book Shelves 101 with your boys Nick and Marcus. (laughs) Hey, fun fact that a lot of you might not know, we're huge comic book nerds. You ask us anything, we might probably will know about it. Yo, are you going to get, hey, sidetrack. Wow, I love this um, segue. You going to get DC's streaming service? No. Cool, good talk. Unless they sponsor us. DC sponsored this podcast. Yo, DC sponsored this podcast. We'll We'll do a special comic book episode. We'll only watch DC stuff from now on. Okay, we'll do a special DC episode. Yo, if they sponsor us, I'll watch only DC stuff. There's enough stuff out there. We can watch Batman Ninja. We can watch Batman. You watch Batman Ninja yet? No. It's great. Is it? I gotta give it to you. But only if DC sponsors us. It's really not that good, is it? I haven't watched it. It can't be. Okay, I was about to say. It can't be that good. We've watched animated anime versions of shit before. And it almost always sucks. I heard it was pretty good, though. Yeah, but it's I heard just... it was, like, crazy, which I'm okay with. I was watching... It was too crazy. I'm not going to be into Resident it. Evil Vendetta, and it's just crazy. You watched it? I was wa- I have it. I was, I was watching it, and it was fucking crazy. This dude is, like, holding his wife's hand, and then the, the wedding gets nuked, and somehow he's unharmed, other than, like, a scar that he gets on his face. But he, like, is still holding his dead wife's hand. And she's gone? And she's obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking nuts. Oh, man. That's good. Well, the reason I brought up DC streaming service is because I didn't think I was going to get it. But then I found out that it's thousands of comics, too. Like, Marvel is unlimited, but with mm. comics. And that's worth it. Yeah. That's, that's worth super it. worth it. Yeah. It'll, we'll see what their library is like, but that'll make it super worth if it's it. A good, if it's a solid library. Which means I get to give you Titans nice. if it's good. Nice. It's not going to be, though, so you don't have to worry about it. I, I'm not worried. I know I'm not getting that show. I still have, in in my clout of the show, I still have one time I 100% know that you'll be fine with it. I control you. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. I'm sure one of us will do it at some point. Hey, I gave you Drag Me to Hell and then I realized it was not good. That's different, though. Yeah, yeah. That's different. That is different. With the intention of, like, yo, this sucks. And I'm going to pretend to like it the whole goddamn time. Yo, you didn't love when he fucking said, fuck Batman? That was the best. Oh, man. That's like, that was, like, the best part, man. So edgy. Oh, man. Just give me right? rock hard. And, like, instead of, like, making, like, instead of making Starfire, like, an alien, they made her black. Like, that's super cool. Oh, my God. This is like if a bunch of eighth graders made Teen Titans. That's what that would be like. Dude, listen. I. Segway. I was deserve judgment about it all because yeah. the woman that's playing Starfire I forget her name I think it's oh, I just looked at it I, I forgot I her remember name you said I it, forgot yeah. her name but she's very pretty she doesn't look so in the trailer but we don't see a lot about her because I feel like they're hiding her because she looks like trash she looks bad she probably looks real did, bad did a bad job Beast Boy looks bad too they all look bad Raven looks whatever 
Robin looks whatever. I feel like Hawk and Dove will look okay, but their persons, their personalities won't be right. No, yeah, no, because she's Hawk Dove's fucking slicing dudes' ankles. I'd say oh, that yeah, long exactly. angry text about exactly. my opinions of fucking Teen Titans. A fucking Hawk is fucking Hawk is be- the aggressor. He's the aggro dude. He's the guy yeah. who beats people's brakes. People's like Dove keeps them under control. Dove yeah. is the peaceful one. Her fucking things dub, like getting out of the way. Yes. The dub is rut. fucking slicing dudes' ankles and fucking making people not able <laughs> to walk Hawk forever. What do? the fuck is Hawk going to do? Murder people? Yeah. Rape them to death? Yes. Like, what the fuck? Yes. How edgy and dark is this show going to get? That edgy and dark. You just said <sighs> it. I just feel like it's going to be edgy for the sake of being edgy and make all the wrong choices and get people angry and, like, be offensive in every way possible. And- well, speaking of Teen Titans, you know, it was uh. good. Teen Titans Go! And the thing, and the crazy thing, I don't want to spoil anything for you because I know you're going to watch it. Let me just say that the movie starts, and then there's a song number, and it's like, oh, I'm going to love this movie. (laughs) Because there's literally, everything stops, and there's a musical number. I love it. And I'm like, this movie's so good. (laughs) I can't wait. I want to watch it. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, Um, Okay, Nick. So, we are here. Do do we have any... um any updates? How are you doing? Before we get into it, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, great. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing really okay. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Why are you okay? His work slowed down, so I'm not stressed sure. anymore. It's nice. Yeah, Office Depot can get really hectic. Office Depot. July. Oof. July is the busy month for yeah. Office Depot. That's how I live my life. Those people need because school. School starts. Yo, Windows Anna, our guest star from Fallen Our Stars, get back into the city. I don't know. Hmm. Do you want me to text her for you? No, nah, I want her to respond to my message right now. Though. Okay. <laughs> Yo, Anna. Anna? Anna. Anna? Anna? Anna. <laughs> Anna. Yo. Test me when you get back. I got some more poetry for you. Tell <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't listen to the episode one. Hey, guys. If you didn't listen to... I forgot what episode it was. Fall in Our Stars. Fall in Our Stars episode. Go check it out. We had a guest, Anna, and you can literally listen to Nick falling in love on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's great. So much so that I read her my poetry from high school. Yeah. That's a classic Nick flirting move. This isn't joking. I That's literally real. did it. That, did is, it. that really happened. Yeah. Okay, Nick. So, eighth grade. Why did I give it to you? That's that, not that, that's how the question on your the mind. podcast works. That's the question on, I how many times it. am I going to tell the you? You're burning on your you mind. You give me a segue, and I say, "Hey, Mark." I give you like three segues. Yeah, and I obviously don't want to talk about it. I gave you so many yeah, segues. And I don't want to like talk about it. Yet. Security ball cop. Hey guys, if you want to join the conversation, please go ahead and go to iTunes and rate review us. Leave us five stars and go ahead leave in those comments whatever you'd like. You can write us a fan fiction, a recipe. I've been dying to try. Uh, some uh, uh, a pot roast. I don't even know what a pot roast is, but if you guys tell me, <laughs> then maybe you'll enlighten me. Yo, what's something that you know nothing about? Uh, food wise, no, in the world. <laughs> um, quantum mechanics. I feel like you actually do know a little bit of quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics is like there's a cat in the box, and then it's not in the box, right? Blofeld. That's theoretical physics. Physics. That's not quantum mechanics. No. What's the difference? One's quantum. Jesus Christ. I know nothing, Nick. That's why I asked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I meant more like, like, yo, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Something relatable that everyone could uh, get. No, like, yo. That's who, not what I do Yo, here. who is that Napoleon guy? Why is he famous? I don't know. If someone explain to me why Napoleon Dynamite's a good movie. I, that's something Ooh, I know nothing there it is. about. Okay, guys, if you want to be, join the, join the conversation of the show. Hey, if I get, listen, oh, challenge, challenge. Okay. No one's still listening, so this is a perfect challenge. <laughs> challenge. If I get five five-star reviews 
explaining to us why Napoleon Dynamite is a good movie, I promise you we will do a commentary track to Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, well, let me preface this and give the fans a little backstory. I hate Napoleon Dynamite. I think it's a terrible movie. I think it's one of the worst movies ever made. Are you and s- somehow everyone actually loves it. And I don't fucking get it. I literally, you don't have to preface that. That was in the subtext it. of what you said. No, I Yo, wanted to make the subtext the context. Oh. <laughs> okay? The subtext is becoming context now, Nick. And there should be a word for that. Turning subtext to context. Guys, explain to me, like I'm an idiot, why Napoleon so, like, Dynamite is a great movie. Yeah, explain to me why Napoleon Dynamite is Explain to Marcus movie. the same way I always talk to him on this podcast. That's mean. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. That was hard. Sorry, we both checked our phones. We're both bad at podcasting. Yo, okay, so if I, if I get five, five, five star reviews <laughs> about Napoleon Dynamite, Rough Star, we are ready to go. Hey, Marcus. Yeah? Why'd you give me eighth grade? Oh, good question. Oh, thanks. I thought of it all to my, all myself. <laughs> Yo, before you answer that. Oh, my God. Yeah? No, I got nothing else you can say. <laughs> Uh, I, so the reason I gave you eighth grade, oh, you know what? I, I started hate listening. You so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. Have you have you like listened listened to my brother, my brother and me? Yeah, I only I finally started like. I actually, told you about it. We were talked about. It. We had a conversation about you've it. You've had sixty episodes to give it to me. You have no right to ever. We had a conversation. You about have it. you no right. And you said I kind of listened to it already. You have no right, no right to call me out on the podcast. Because you've had 60 episodes I called to you give up. me whatever you've liked. Yeah. And you haven't given me the, my brother, my brother, me. I haven't. So I'm allowed to w- listen to it all I want. And I'm here to say I've listened to three episodes. It's good. Wait till you get to like 10 or 12. Are they all the same? Are they bad? Yeah. Yeah, they're all the same. Oh, okay. I listened to, I think I've listened to like 12 episodes. I started At first on you're high. like, oh, this is vice wow, is this funny. Is fresh, this is nice, this is Oh, funny. they got this weird offbeat humor. I love it. Yeah. And then I got to like listen to like fifteen episodes, and I was like, it's, "Man, I'm done. This is I, I, I'm done. This is That's all the I same." Th- I think you're thinking of Adventure Zone. You've asked me if I've watched, listened to Adventure Zone. Both. Oh well, yeah. Listen, I'm not gonna have you call me out on my podcast, okay? I'm calling you. Out. Fuck it, bitch. <gasps> you used a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> you just marked this explicit. Oh no! We got the E. Oh, I'm just saying it's interesting, and right now they just talked about. Friends and it, and why Ross is useless and it was it was fun. How many video games do you have? Uh, we're sitting here in the living room. Seventy so, something. Well, I obviously really want to. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. God, I must love it so much. Oh my god, let's God, talk about the movie. Why could I? I why no, would I ever do this. be avoiding? We always do this where we like start and you don't want to talk about it, and then we spend twenty minutes not talking about it, and then we like end up having a great in depth conversation about it because you didn't want to talk about it. I don't want to have that in depth conversation. I didn't like it. Fine. Why did you give me eighth grade? Nick, I gave you 8th grade because I love <laughs> Bear Bo Burnham. Bear the lead. <laughs> I love Bo Burnham, and I was really excited to check out his work. It's his first, like, thing that's not a comedy special. Um, it's written and directed by Bo Burnham. There's a lot of work put into it. Um, that's a little presumptuous on your part, I think, but okay. Uh, well, and <laughs> I was I was going to watch it no matter what. It's also by 824, and I watch all of their movies. It's 824. Um, I call it 824. I'm just kidding. It's probably 824. I have no um, And I love their movies, too, so I watched all of that stuff. So I was like, oh, Burr Brenham, 824, definitely go see for me. I watched it, <clears throat> and I felt like it was such a different uh, movie. That oh, my God. Do you not like it? No, I loved it. Um, but Ooh, it was just so different from the it. norm of, like, movies that we're used to seeing about kids. Like, all movies about 
young people are completely uh, unrelatable to me, I think, for the most part. They're like all young kids going on an adventure or doing solving a mystery. Can you answer or, a question so yeah. I can interrupt what you're saying? Um, what other movies have you watched with 8th graders? I'm not trying well, to, like, not graders, but I, like, like young kids. I, I, I honestly don't know Most of them mean. are, like... You mean, like, um, Maze Runner? A lot of them are, like, 80s movies or, like... Usually it's like oh, high Goonies. school, yeah. Goonies. You're thinking of those kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm touching the mic. I kicked everything. Everything's ruined. Hold on. Are we still recording? Hold on. Great. Okay, you can continue. I'm talking about those movies where like any Sandlot. or high school, eighth grade. She, if when watching this movie, she is. It's summer in between grades, or it's the end of eighth grade. She's it's she's about to go into summer, and. Uh, it's about to start high school, so a lot of high school movies as well. Most high school movies are like super over sexualized, and so fourteen, yeah, fourteen, and it's like Riverdale or like most high school stuff is like that. Oh yeah, Riverdale. They're supposed to be sophomores. Exactly. She's just one year older than her. Exactly. One year older than her. Archie fucked Mrs. Grundy. That's my point exactly. Like, think about how oh. normally this age group is represented in it's movies. Not. It's not at it's all. Not. They're, Even Goonies. They're yeah. They're play well. Actually, not Goonies, Goonies actually. But, probably but in this instance, like Riverdale, for example, that's a perfect example. Like they're like twenty something year old or like early teens. I guess they're late sex teens. symbols. They're but they're all, all sex, sex symbols. symbols. And, and we're all like oogling and ogling them. And they're supposed to be 15 Dude, year olds. I love Cheryl. Yeah, and she's supposed to be 15 years old. I follow Madeline. One year older on than Instagram. this little girl. Madeline Kesh. Yeah. But she does those butt lunges, man. Okay, but. But, exactly. <laughs> the way you're talking about you this see? supposedly 15 year old girl is no, like. No, not even me. Hold on. She's not her character in the show. I know, but she's supposed to be. You see what I'm saying? In the show she is, yeah. Yeah, and that's gross and disgusting. That's a weird way to represent well, youth. And I feel like <clears throat> it's so interesting to, fi- I feel, finally have a movie that, like, looks at a realistic Well, I think there's a reason life. we haven't had it before. Because it's dumb. But why do you think it's dumb? I don't know. We have a lot to talk about. So I know, you, I know. You I knew you were, your point. First off, like, I don't know if you're bearing the lead or trying to trick me or whatever, but, like, I felt like you were going to hate this movie going into it, but Why? I still wanted to give it to you. Well, because it's not the campy, like, glee fucking, like, mm, wrong. shit. That's not why I didn't like it. And it's real life, and so... Li- now I'm very the lead. Because I, like, I feel like it's realistic also, and I feel like you tend to not like those kinds of movies. There's more, like, fantastic... That's fant- not true. Like, I love Lady Bird. Lady Bird's the... Lady Bird wasn't even a realistic movie. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You didn't see it. Yes, I did. Oh. It's not realistic at all. It's not realistic. I mean, semi-realistic. I don't know. It's it like super realistic. I don't know. It felt like very like, like indie hip version of like reality. That's how I live my life, man. <laughs> what life do you live? That's a, have you it, met it didn't me? Feel real. Have you, you, I, I'm gonna be super serious right now. Yeah, yeah. You have been a pe- from from at most a passenger to at least a spectator of my life. I do live my life like those movies. I don't think so, man. Uh, I don't I live in like head, eighth grade. I think in your head. What were you doing in eighth grade? That's not what we're talking about. No, yes, we are. This is literally exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about eighth grade talking and about, how it's a representation of like talk, actual fucking like ta- kids. I don't in this time. Where are you with different how things? Where hard- are you different things? What? What? How did the movie start? Um, I usually don't do this, and I usually try not to. But I'm literally going to uh, read Wikipedia. Okay, because it's only. Five paragraphs, and then I'll yeah. dictate what we're doing here. Kayla Day is an eighth grader in our final week of middle school. 
Oh, right. She posts motivational videos on YouTube about confidence and self-image that get almost no views while struggling at school to make friends and winning the most quiet award from her classmates. Mark, her single father, struggles to connect with her and break her reliance on social media. Okay. Movie starts with one of her videos. Yeah. Man. Oh, God. This movie's going to be really hard for me to talk about. What? You talked to me about the beginning. So what were you thinking? It starts off feeling? with one of her videos. She's right away, it. you can tell this is different just because of the way he filmed it. Yeah. Like, Bo has clout. If he wanted to, he could have made, like, a, a super sleek-looking movie. Yes. But, so he obviously made a distinct choice here to make the whole movie almost look like a home movie. Yeah. And or a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he did, and I feel like he also, one of the interesting things, um, I heard him talk about the movie a little bit, and one of the things that he wanted to point out was that, like, he wanted the movie to be accessible for everyone, and he wanted people, no matter how old you were or whatever, to to be able to understand this thing, and he said in order to understand something, it helps if you, like, break it down, and so he was like, how do I look at these things that are happening to you in this very important time in your life and ex- like m- explain it to an alien or like you are an outsider looking in on these weird strange habits that are real and that really happen to people right like okay we didn't have school shooting training in our schools but we went to school during 9-11 and so we were doing the same exact drills i was i don't know about you but no, we were doing i was not i didn't lose your, I was your doing, life is way different yeah, than mine during that time but i was doing bomb drills every single day yeah of school just like those kids are doing real. shooting uh, training in school oh, that was real in my yeah. middle school i was doing the bomb drills that's crazy and so every what, day we had to like line up in the hallway hide under the desk like mm-hmm. different things obviously none of that was going to protect us if a plane crashed into our school but like, it's fucking like we just had to have yeah, that training I feel like every if day. You, if, hold on, hold on. It's stupid. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I just logistically realized. Yeah, yeah. And I realized the purpose of those bomb drills. It's so you could all die. And here's why. <laughs> and here's why. Here's why. You have enough time to get under your desk because you know the bomb's coming. It has to get to you, and then it hits. Mm-hmm. That's enough time to be whatever the fuck you're doing in the classroom to get under your desk yeah. and kneel. There are classrooms on the edges of a school that are close to the that door. That could just leave. That instead could run out. Yeah. But these bomb drills are designed to, to keep, keep everyone in a nice, neat, tidy place so they can catalog your body after. Yeah. Instead of having a panic of people getting out. Wow. 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 That's amazing. Or it's a lie to trick the students into lining up so the teachers could get out. And survive because they're the smart ones. That's way better. That's what's happening. That's way better. That's what's happening. Oh my god! Teachers, can we write that movie? Yeah. <laughs> they lock all and the we'll kids. Call, and we'll call, and we'll call it the stay smart way out. <laughs> stay locked up, kids. We're we're just gonna stay tight. It'll be in parents in in quotation bomb threat. Oh my god! But that's what happened. Um, oh and so god. we would have. We're totally gonna have some teachers fuck during a, a bomb threat. <laughs> but that's exactly what happened, and so we were just like. That's crazy, man. I felt like that same thing, and kids would treat it like it was silly, even though it was like a threat, you know what I mean? But you're goofing off, whatever. Because that's all you do at that age. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, here, right away, so I, I was talking to somebody, I was talking to Bobby yesterday, because he was like, oh, what, what are you doing on podcast? And I'm like, eighth grade. He's like, oh my god, I think, what's her name? Do you know the main girl's name? Uh, Ellie Fisher. Elsie. Elsie Fit. Oh, she might win an Oscar, and I'm like, 
I hadn't thought about it until he said it, and I was like, would she? And then I don't think she will because the Academy's dumb. But I think a perfect encapsulation is the first minute, two, five minutes of this movie. Because the first five minutes are just her making a YouTube video. Yes. That's it. That's the first five minutes. And here, the crazy thing about her making videos, which is crazy to me because at no point in my life when I've been making videos, I didn't think or know or want to edit. And she hits record. With the intention of talking about confidence, and, oh, God, I can't even, like, what, how she, this actress does, like, she either has to be just like this person, <laughs> or she has to be fucking phenomenal, because all the little intrinsicus, all the little, all the little tendencies she's doing, and all the little quirks, and twitches, yeah, and, yeah. like... So you love that stuff as an actor. And, and, and I'm just sitting there like freaking out of my seat because for five minutes she was so committed. And it's just one take because it's yeah. as the webcam of her trying her best, trying so hard to explain what it is. And she's it's a, a mix of things she's heard in movies yeah. and things parents have obviously told us like yeah. you know you have to you have to be yourself and obviously yeah. you, you can always be yourself like you're always yourself but like but like, it, like it's different like if you like like if you're if you're trying to be yourself that's hard because you, you're trying but but being yourself means you're not trying right and and then and she's going like that yeah. and it was freaking me out because it was real good. it was real it was, it was real and I, I think it's so funny because another point so it's not a point but something that Bo Burnham mentioned is that he his one of his favorite videos on YouTube is a guy boiling um, a hot dog, <laughs> and it's like I'm making a sausage and dude. peaches or whatever. If he was like, a comedian, he would have been a serial killer. Yeah, I think so. Too. <laughs> uh, but I like, love Bo Burnham, but he's Jesus great. Christ, he's crazy. He's crazy, but he's great. And so like this, he's too self aware. Well, he just loves that like just the weird part and like the fact that like it's it's something that you you know you have to think about as a creator just. You can't fucking be that narcissistic. A lot of people are. Some of the most successful YouTubers well, no, most are, narciss- are narcissistic. Yeah. But the fact that you have to be so self-aware and just think I watched about, the like, Gabby show. And she... I don't know why I watch her stuff. It's so ridiculous. But she's the most self-centered person on the internet. <laughs> have you ever watched her no. stuff? I'll show you a video after we're but done. It, it's ridiculous. But it's so interesting to think about. Like You are putting yourself out there for no one. Yeah. Right? Like, you have the intention, like, some people go in, like, I'm gonna make millions, blah, blah, blah. But, like, even with this podcast, we, we're like, yeah, we hope people listen, but if they don't, we're doing it. We've come to the realization through growth that, like, we're doing it for fun. Yeah. But when you're at that age, you don't really have that knowledge. You just see other people doing it. You know you that do. other people are doing it, and so you just try and you just do it yourself. Well, it's so interesting because we also did the same thing, but. The internet age has changed what that means. It has. You know, like, what's, like what's an example of stuff we did then because everyone else was doing it, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I can't think of a, a, a good example, yeah. but one example that comes quickly to mind is this thing where people oh, like, held two ow. of their fingers together and then let one of them go limp and it made yeah. this... Yeah, like that's snack. it. Oh, I can't, I can't do it. Do it. it I can't do it while I'm old. But people would do it all the time, and then everyone else would do it, and yeah. then everyone would do it, and then it's just one of those things. Yeah, and YouTube has become one of those things, and we grew up around social media and media and everything. We grew so up much. around it, but we didn't grow up with it. Yeah, we didn't grow up with it. So that's they're why growing we're a up generation. with it. And so now all these kids. That's another reason I love this movie. Like, 
I've never seen a movie perfectly represent, like, the current era. Like, yeah, movies go back and, like, talk about, like, oh, wow, the 80s were great, weren't they? The 90s were great. And you go back and you look on it reflecting it. But when you are in it, but when you are fucking in it, it is hard to capture what the time is like. Yeah. And I think this movie does a great job of doing that. It's interesting. A lot of movies don't do that. Movies usually look back. I mean, even Lady Bird was in the 80s. Even if they do, yeah, exactly. And if you oh. do that kind of thing now, it's it's by accident. Like Freaks and Greeks is a great like. Well, it, that was the seventies, and it took place in the nineties. It, but it's a great representation of like the nineties if you look at in terms of like the TV. But like, yeah, you're right. It was a seventies show, yeah. and so like everything is just like looking back. And so for a movie to actually capture without actually being made by an eighth grader, like <laughs> to capture that, that like takes incredible insight. Bob Burnham's super smart and super talented. He is. But. Oh. I, I, I don't know how to talk about this movie, man. Like, yeah. like all kidding aside, like, I, I don't, I, like, I, I can't keep talking about it, though, without saying my truth. And my truth is, I have anxiety. And watching this movie, it's not that I didn't like it. It's not that I didn't know that it was a good movie. It's not that, it's not that. Like, I do love Riverdale and Camp and Kitsch. But yeah, yeah. The, But. And it's hard because it, it's really easy to get categorized in the type of people that like that because they like that. But I like that because I need that kind of escapism in my life. Yeah. And and it's weird because most people who know me would never think that I have pretty bad anxiety. And most people wouldn't think that I have a problem talking to people or any of those things that happen. Yeah. The other day, we were talking to Joseph, who's my best friend in the world, and he... And I, and I yelled at him. And he responded, <laughs> you have anxiety? Because, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. Because kind of I'm good at it. I'm good at the... And it's... I talked to my therapist on Monday about it, and it's really hard to explain to people... Like, anxiety is hard to explain to people in general, right? Yeah, because uh, if you don't have it, you don't in, it. It's super insular, and it's super... Everyone, everyone is unique and yeah. different, and it's your world. That's why anxiety happens. But when you're good at the stuff, it's even harder to explain to people. So it's hard for me to talk about a lot. I'll say I have anxiety, but I'm pretty sure when I say that, people assume it's the same kind of anxiety that, in quotations, everyone has, where they just kind of get tensed up. and Yeah, yeah, like butterflies this, in your stomach. Man, watching this movie literally almost gave me a panic attack. Really? And not like, like, oh man, it almost gave me... Like, I literally was, like, shaking. Like, when I left this theater, because and I, like, the whole day after that was ruined for me. <laughs> and the whole, the whole week was weird for me, because... Uh-huh. Because the movie was too good at what it was trying to do. Like it was I, so real. Like I can't. I can't. I I'll tell can't. you now. I'll tell you straight now. I cried. Cassie cried during the movie. Like at different moments, but like it was real. Like every second of it. Yeah, but why? Why does why does that exist? Like why? Like <laughs> like listen. If, if if a person that doesn't have, why does that exist? I'm pretty sure the people that don't have anxiety watch this and now they get it a little better. Yeah. But as someone with it, like I can't. I couldn't handle it. Like watching this girl, <sighs> watching this girl do the thing that she's scared to do and what she feared the most actually happened reminded me about every single moment in my entire life when I feared something would happen and it did happen like it reminded yeah. me about it it did such a good job at capturing the feeling it gave me the feeling I have <laughs> without me being in the situations and like oh my god that's going, that's exactly what happened to me going too. through life yeah. as someone that 
it's very difficult to deal with these things. And again, it's yeah. I, I usually don't talk about it too much because because I am good at making friends and talking to people and talking yeah. in front of a crowd. But here's the thing: I'm much better in a crowd than I am with a one one one. I'm good at one on one, and I'm good in a crowd. But if you get me in a group, I I spaz out. Like in my head, like I'm flipping, I'm flipping out. Yeah. And Joseph doesn't think I have anxiety because. And I talked to my therapist about this. The re- the way that I cope with my anxiety is to not think about myself. Is to do the martyr thing. To be the... Um, to give everything I have to someone else. So growing up, Joseph had social anxiety. Uh-huh. So I needed to help Joseph. So, you so I needed to do aside. the things yeah. that helped him not have that. Yeah. But... And that was how I coped. And that's still how I cope. Mm-hmm. And it's still how I deal with it. Like at... Work me being me being nice and being good at a conversation. It's not for me. Like yeah. my whole brain and thought is around that person being comfortable and that person doing well. The second I start to think about me, which is, which now as an adult I, I've learned to deal with it. But every once in a while it'll creep up. It's it's it'll be why I don't last minute show up to something. It doesn't happen too often. Yeah, but but it, it, it does happen. Yeah. That's why because I've started thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, I'm like, no one likes me. No one loves me. No one's anything about me. Yeah. And watching this movie. Flip me out because I'm like I don't want to see this. Yeah, and then and like I'm so glad. Argument wise, so no. argument wise, argument wise, yeah, I can't argue it's a bad movie because obviously it's not. Yeah, you can argue that it should ex- shouldn't exist. Maybe. And here's my problem with it. I think like the only sure, actual yeah. problem, like obviously this is a problem. I'm like shaking a little thinking about it and talking about it, but yeah. but the actual problem I have is there's no like. There's no redemption. There's no like. That's life, man. I know, but the I go to yes, yes, I know, but I don't watch movies for that. I watch movies to have that moment so I can go into life and be encouraged that things are (laughs) going to be okay. Like I don't want to watch a movie. That's gonna tell me nothing's gonna be okay. But it's not that nothing's gonna be okay. It kinda is. It, it's she doesn't know. You don't know if everything's gonna be That's okay. That's the problem. She's trying. Pro- well, I think also you need to look at it. <laughs> the like, unknown is what is what freaks me out. I know, but like that's your own issues. That's not like the movie itself. Oh, like you can't know. say that the movie shouldn't exist because it shows realness. Like that's crazy to me. I think there's the like another reason that we don't have good representation about anything is because a lot of movies don't show the real situation. Because you know Pe- what the real situation is. No, people don't. You oh. you know. I know. Yeah. Because we've been exposed to so much. But sure. do you think people fucking sitting there who can't... There's yeah, but they're not going to get it anyway. Maybe they will. No. Oh, you Not know, a movie like this. Maybe they will. This movie is going to resonate with the people that get it. And the ones that don't are like, oh, this is a popular movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, super great indie movie. Oscar. <laughs> That's those are the two people, the people that get it and the people that don't, and they're going to pretend to because it has a hundred percent around tomatoes, oh, ninety eight, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it is. yeah. But I just think that it sucks that I think more movies need to no. show no, 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 real stuff. That no, happens movies aren't for that. Yes, movies they are, are escapism. The movies are movies stories. Were created. No, and movies are movies are not stories. Did you just say that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not movies stories and what you're trying to say. stories to be told, and there's different kinds of stories to be told. Sometimes it's about an eighth grader struggling with anxiety, and sometimes it's about a fucking king of Africa no, but, of a fictional country in Africa. Wakanda. But a story is like, 
supposed to have a lesson. It's supposed, it's supposed to like get you somewhere. And this movie doesn't get me no, anywhere except show you into bed under the covers because I can't get up anymore. Like, but, but the movie is trying to just show you listen, something. I'm going to watch Indiana Jones again. I'm never going to watch this movie. You know, I want to tell you something. I This movie was great. You obviously know I think that. But there are so many instances of... One, me thinking about I'm my sweating. own... I'm me sweating. I'm sweating. Well, it's hot as fuck. Me thinking about my own anxieties, insecurities, me relating as a 27-year-old, a 28-year-old to this 8th grader. Like, <sighs> the fact that I that so many of those same issues are still with you as an adult. Like, they never leave. Um, and I found myself relating to her so much was, was a whole nother crazy thing. Um, the fact that, like, as an adult, you have so much in common with this kid... Um, and then the, just the fact that like relating at that point in my life, yes, we didn't have the technology and we weren't on YouTube, but like, it's the same, it's the same we're the, shit. We're the same. It's the same shit. We're the you same. Stressful, hard time making friends, being lonely. Um, I used to walk around my playground singing, uh, fucking Backstreet Boys. Hoping someone would join in or hoping, notice you. Or... Hoping that someone would join me or emo songs. I walked around singing fucking Google dolls, like. I sing under my breath, hoping your girl would notice me. Yeah, I do that shit all the I time. I did shit, and I would just walk back and forth the playground, not playing with anyone, not making an effort. Same. But and then like the fact I used to have panic attacks all the time as a kid. I didn't know what they were. No one told me what it was. That's something that I was just about to. I was gonna say. Uh, you reminded me of the, that. That was one thing that I came away from the movie that I loved. Like, obviously, obviously, I think the movie's great. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it accomplished what it was meaning to accomplish. My problem is I needed to not accomplish on me at that <laughs> moment in my life right now. But the one thing that it accomplished so well is representing a person with anxiety that doesn't know she has anxiety. Yeah. Like, she doesn't know she doesn't what's know what wrong. It is. She just knows something's not right, yeah. and she hurts all the time when she talks. That's why I related to it so much, because growing up, like, I didn't know what anxiety was until college, which is super embarrassing. I had, I mean, my parents, you have nothing to be embarrassed well, about. my parents would be like late to pick me up. Yeah. I would freak. This was middle school. I was 13 years old. Yeah. I would cry because I would think they were dead every single time, every single day. I would flip the fuck out and cry because I assumed they were dead because they were two minutes late. God, I didn't get picked up, so I can't relate. My mom, <laughs> di- my mom did leave me once in a park and I thought yeah. I was left alone forever because she didn't love me enough. She was like, go get ice cream. And then she left. And then I sat there with my ice cream and I cried so hard. And I remember the feeling of like no one loves me. And then she showed up, was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I thought you loved me." Like, I just went over there. I got right back. But like that that feeling of like getting so red and sweaty yeah. every time I have to perform or get anything. Anxiety today still keeps me from doing so much. But like the fact that I didn't know what it was, I t- I forced myself to get up in the, on stage in front of people and I forced myself to do things to take a public speaking class because I just didn't understand why. You know force yourself I mean? to make a podcast with your best friend. And force myself to make a podcast and talk to people because my anxiety just keeps me from doing so much stuff. Yeah. So you have to force yourself to do things. Yeah. But I didn't even know what it was. And so watching her not know why she feels this way but and not being able to verbalize it enough. And soon she'll discover, I'm sure, once she gets through high school, you so know, she's gonna someone will tell her. She's person in her life that's going to help her. Hey, someone who knows. you have anxiety and yeah, hey, that's okay. Exactly. The only people that know is them. But also, it's just funny. To, and I, that's another reason I found it relatable. And another reason, on top of all that, I found it relatable is because, like, I was talking to my, like, my nephews. My, nephews, my nephew is, is that age right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And he has a best friend who is my mom's girlfriend's grandson is also kind of my nephew. Um... And it's just so I didn't f- follow that train of people, 
But so it's we're not, talking about your nephew and his best friend. Yeah, my nephew and his best friend. And so, and so, it's amazing because I see them and the way they talk about things, the way they talk about making their YouTube channels, and they have YouTube channels, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're like doing all this stuff, and they're talking about girls, and they're talking about like my niece has a million fans on Musically. Exactly. I get it. And it's weird. And yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how How do you do that? Like, how do you... I don't have the courage it's to make crazy. a YouTube video. I would I would have made. I would have made movies as a kid. I totally yeah. would have, but we didn't have the money. Yeah. We didn't have a camcorder in the house. I told you. I I told you the other day. I, I made anime music videos. Yeah, because that's the best you had. <laughs> because I had Windows Movie Maker, and I was just, had. like, messing with the, the around with the footage, and I, I uploaded them online. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just so funny, because, like... That's what we had and we tried, but now kids are just have such easy access to all this stuff, yeah. and they have the, you know, that same s- shitty sense of self where you just feel like you're worthless? Mm-hmm. They have that same thing, except they have a camera and outside validation. Like, it's one thing to seek the validation within your school and within your I mean, little in, pond your yeah, and within your, pond, your like circle. That. You're like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, you know, it sucks that I'm not popular here, blah, blah, blah. And it feels like that's the world. But then you graduate and then you move on and you're exposed to more of the world. Yeah. These kids are exposed to the world yeah. uh, as soon as they hit record on YouTube. Like, they're fucking, like, ready to go. The world is validating them or not validating them. And that's Which is why I always, probably, I always give a, um, I'm not as harsh to people online as I am to some other people. Like, the... The whole generation of Viners that came through and that are now on YouTube, and some of them are kind of assholes. Some of them are huge assholes. Yeah. I always, I'm always more forgiving until I find out something real bad. Yeah, like, yeah. like I defended Logan Paul until the Suicide Force, and I was like, oh, okay, I can't defend him anymore. <laughs> like, that's that was it. That you just, you just, you just made your first adult decision. We got a fucking Logan Paul lover over here. Get his ass Dude, out of here. I was totally like, hey, he's funny. He's trying to figure it out. You know, he's a kid. He's he's getting there. He'll get there. He's, this is just his phase. And then that happened. I was like, oh, no, you, he's never going to get it. You just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. He's never going to have consequences because he got too big too fast. Yeah. So he's never going to have that moment. And then you have that thing coming out. You have, like, the this, this form of social media, those few kids who do get fame instantly, instant it, validation, right? and they yeah. can't handle it. Immediately goes to their head, and they skip this whole, like, growth. Growing. That you're they, supposed they to have, growing up. and you become a fucking sociopath. Like, well, that used to be exclusively with just child stars. Yeah, like the Drew Barrymores and the Lindsay Lohan. Exactly, and now it's way more. Exactly, that's exactly like, it. Le- like Philip DeFranco was talking it's about on a large how much Lele Pons makes on an Instagram ad, and it's like thirty thousand dollars, and it's like for, per ad, and it's like these kids are going in and making more money the than the parents. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just nuts. This movie just made me think about all of that and like reflect. And it's nah, rare man, for a movie to me. really make me think about think and reflect like that on society and where we live and how we treat our kids and the world that they're growing up in. And it made me a lot more forgiving. And the whole like this movie it goes into serious topics too. It talks about sex and you know there's that crazy scene. Dude, I we have to talk about that scene cuz that scene's fucking nuts. Yeah, but the fact that like I was like at first, I was like, oh, this is awkward. But then I was like, I thought about myself, and I was like, in eighth grade, people were having sex. People got pregnant in my school. Like, Same. it's happening. I think it was I happening. I think some of our fans might think that's, like, ridiculous. 
but it happened in both our schools. Yeah. We came, we came from lower income places, and that happens in lower income Yeah, and it's just crazy because you think about, like, oh, like, it's weird. That's something you shouldn't talk about with your eighth grade kid. They, they're so young. They're so young. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I thought it's I was classic, of the same mindset that when I first saw it. awakening where if you don't tell them, then they're exactly. going to go figure it out, and then they're going to figure out the wrong way. Exactly. And so I was just thinking the same thing. My immediate jerk reaction was like, oh, no, this is gross. Uh, but then I was like, holy shit. That's so great that this is touching on that weird part of, like, being a teenager where you're growing up and some people are maturing faster. And, like, I, I had this know, one man. kid in fucking... I remember this one kid in eighth grade. He said that he had, like... He was like, oh, I fucked... Uh, let's call her Stephanie. It's like, I fucked Stephanie. And I was like, what? Really? And he was like, yeah. But she's a hoe, so I wore eight condoms. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah. And I, and I believed him. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you about Joseph. So Joseph, so Joseph, famous best friend of Nick on the podcast. Yeah, uh, he's been on the podcast. Yes. Shout out to Joe. He fucking asshole. He was my best friend. This is the joke because he's been my best friend since second grade, but I haven't been his best friend since like till like eighth. So there were years of my life where I had no other friends. And Joseph made fun of me. He stole shit from me. I was the fun <laughs> of the jokes. Oh, so for God. there's like a span of five years where I thought he was so cool. And he was a big of a nerd as me. He didn't yeah. have a lot of friends. But he milked that shit so hard. He would tell me story upon story about how he had this little black book uh. under his bed filled with women and numbers that he could have sex with whenever he wanted. <laughs> I remember one time he told me this long, convoluted story about how he went to a hotel to have sex with a girl, but he didn't have a condom, so he had to go to the grocery store and then come back, and then she was, and she, then she, and then they had sex. Uh, that's the story. But at, when you're fucking in sixth grade, you're like, oh man, you're like, that's crazy, man. Joseph took the fucking. I think, I, I think <laughs> it's funny because he took such an advantage of it because I was such a naive, stupid little kid. Um, that only had my smarts. So, yeah. but like streetwise, I knew nothing. Yeah. And he took such advantage of that. But eventually, I think he realized I wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> and then, he, and then everyone else did go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, Nick's like really my friend. And I'm and like, then yeah. That's when it's next. And then it's like, yo, I don't got a little blood book. And I was like, you son of a bitch. What about Vanessa? Never dated her. What about Katie? Oh never my dated God. her. What about Chelsea? You never dated her. I was like, you son of a bitch. Dude, the, the, like, need to be in a relationship when you're, or, like, have sex when you're, like, 13 years old. It's super important. There's such, like, so much Everybody pressure. says they do. Everyone's saying they Well, not do. everybody. All the cool kids say they do. And us nerdy kids are like, wow. Wow, that's crazy. Tell me what it's like. Wow, How really? many condoms did you use? Yeah, did you really use eight condoms? Oh, man. Fucking idiot. How did you know which hole to put it in? I'm fucking, I'm f- fucking stupid little bitch-ass Marcus. Yeah. Fucking hate him. Stupid, yeah, but the fact that 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 has always existed, and I'm sure if we asked our parents about it, I'm sure they s- fucking have similar stories. Totally, you know, yeah. it's something that always happens. But now we have social media, and so instead of being like, and this movie, I fucked Becky, you'd be like, oh, oh she sent me shit. nudes or whatever. Well, did you see? I love you. I love. I love you, Simon. Yeah. Did I watch it with you? Yeah, I think we watched it together. But. Yeah, we did. We did. Like that's also while they are a little older, that also takes place early high school, mm-hmm. and it's about the the kid figuring out he's gay, and that does have that thing that this movie doesn't show that side of it all yeah. too much, but the other side of social media, which is everything's posted, everything's live, yes. everything yeah. everybody knows everything about you. So once he, um, like he had to do something for a kid, or else he was going to get outed on the social media, and it was like a huge deal, and yeah. you know. I forgot what my point was, but like the point, I think the point was that 
what you going off of what you're saying, like way you can't, you don't have the time to hide and figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. like I love the I love that meme where it's like pictures of my grandpa grandpa when he was 17, and it's like a old black and white like kind of regal thing of like he's yeah. like sitting on a bench and it's like what I'm gonna be like when I'm a grandpa and I'm 17. My grandkid asked me is like some fucking emo looking ass, yeah. <laughs> dark fucking eye makeup, yeah, as a circle exactly and a fucking lip ring and shit, yeah, yeah, I crazy. Um. I don't know, man. Like I said, I, we can keep talking about it, and we will. And I really liked. I appreciate. I, I will give credit to the movie, but man, I was watching it hard. It's almost like. It's I, almost. I like, knew you were getting to a segue. I was gonna segue, but I was waiting for you. It's segue. almost. It's almost as if like this movie would have been better if I had some kind of like throughout the whole movie. There was so much realness. I needed some kind of escapism. Like I needed some kind of sense of. Reality altering, like like like. Magic. Let's just call it magic. Yeah, that's yeah, a good word magic, for it. Let's yeah. just call it magic. And like yeah. like, I wish I could have been charmed by this movie, but unfortunately, I wasn't. But fortunately for me, this week I was. <laughs> what a good segue! Charmed by charmed. Charmed <laughs> by charmed. I forgot my ukulele. Charmed by charmed. No, that wasn't right. Charmed I by charmed. I am the sun. Okay. I am the air. All right. And five minutes I starts now. Marcus, what is this? To be in love. Five minutes. Oh, uh, this is the podcast within a podcast. Oh, charmed by Charm, uh, where we talk for five minutes about uh, Charmed, and we go episode by episode throughout the entirety of the series. This week's episode was... Episode 6, The Wedding from Hell. A couple of days before the wedding of Elliot Spencer and Allison Michaels, his mother, Mrs. Grace Spencer, is unexpectedly visited by her old acquaintance, Hannah Webster and Jade Mc... D- Demon. <laughs> Jade Demon, <laughs> who put a spell on Alan <laughs> Mary Jade, actually the demon Hecate, with the intention to get pregnant and have Hecate. an offspring. Whatever. Piper is hired to cater the wedding while Phoebe has a premonition of the birth of a demon baby. When a priest is murdered in the mansion with an ancient dagger, Prue discloses the mystery, and together with her sisters, they decide to help Allison and destroy the demon. Man, I hated this episode so much. It was complete trash from start to finish. Listen. I had one part that I liked. Ooh, tell me that. And it was so we'll when... Uh, why are you wasting time? Why do I always forget their names? Prue the Piper Phoebe. One. Phoebe. Phoebe. When Phoebe was like... I get you flashcards. When Phoebe's like, oh, you're pregnant with a demon baby and I have to kill you with this knife, but I don't have the knife yet. That was my favorite part. That was part. kind of funny. That was but, part. but that only happened because of the stupid conceit of this episode, which was Phoebe saying, well, not going to be alone for long. And she like kept saying offhand comments about her sister being pregnant with a demon baby and having to die. It was so off the cuff and yes. stupid. Yep. And like, why wouldn't you tell and him so right blase. away? It was so blase. It was like, yeah, whatever. Now, um, bad writing, bad acting. There's another part I have to talk about. I, I just want to hit on the points Go. and then you can want to say whatever. But like, there was another part. Um, uh, the sisters. Okay. So the, the, the demon are having their bachelorette party yeah. and they're just hanging oh out. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure, and sure, then sure. a pizza delivery guy comes Guns, in and, and he just starts stripping. He's stripper, oh, yes. okay. Great. Classic. Uh, the, the and even the charm sisters are watching in the window like yeah. oh my god how silly yeah. and then the it turns out the bat the people in the bachelorette party are all demons yeah. and they eat the stripper why wild didn't they wild they the charm sisters are just watching like, in oh disgust and do nothing. nothing they do absolutely nothing they don't say stop they don't call the police it's crazy because the episode nothing. only had 15 minutes left after that yeah so it's not a timing thing no. <laughs> they literally could have opened the window and and piper could have freeze them all and then they could have done their thing and then i thought for a second I was like oh maybe they br- didn't bring the knife and then i'm like 
No. Why the fuck wouldn't you bring the knife to go see the demons? Exactly. Nick. It made no sense. It made no from sense. That was the, that was also the moment for me. It's like, oh, this is this this, this can't be saved. This this stupid. cannot be saved. And then and then right after, you know what happens? They wake up. They're just like wake up from like a nice beautiful nap from their home, and they're like, oh it's, it's yeah, like, and they like have the a cup day. of coffee. It's like the next day, and they're like, All they don't right, mention so how the we fact that they watched a fucking guy, guy die. die. That poor that poor guy was fucking working his way through med school, <laughs> fucking putting his biddies out there to try to like do the best he can. He wasn't a good dancer, so no, he was he obviously was a he doctor. Was a terrible dancer. He was obviously working himself through something. He was not a professional stripper. No, he was not. You know? He was a fucking pre med student. I just I was just like I can't Yo, deal. You know what else I fucking hated in this what? episode? This was the episode where they reveal the auctioners are fucking evil. And they do it in such a roundabout, stupid, I couldn't even honestly tell. Way. Because it was so throwaway. I was like, I know they're evil, but like they're not making a you big enough deal it about it. so much better. But it, I think, you know what I think happened? I think the other three or four episodes where the auctioners yeah. happened. And then they're like, ooh, let's make them evil. I think and so, too. this was the episode where we're so like, too. let's start leaving breadcrumbs now but they didn't leave breadcrumbs they're like they were you evil. did the evil thing hey I did the you want to go thing. you want to go to a fucking sports game and watch people get hurt <laughs> we're demons and i'm like you f- that was what? so stupid so dumb i fucking hated it and then fucking the whole like we spend so much time with elliot and allison and the mom and the whole family and this yeah. whole like Half of the episode is not with the sisters. No. Half of it's with the finding out the backstory of how the mom traded her son's fucking wedding Someone night. Someone was real proud of that fucking backstory they wrote for, for this the like, You know what the Kate. crazy thing is? Somebody fucking Kate. researched that sheet. Yeah. Fucking researched that demon fucking person. They did. And how Someone to, spent a lot of time and writing why this the hell, episode. Like, they didn't even have to stab him with the knife at the end. They just I, put it out. Oh, that pissed oh, me off. Oh, I got Because I was like, it. you know what? And why did Ellie get the spell broken? I was like, they're going to have to struggle with like stabbing a pregnant woman or something. That would have been interesting. Also, also, biggest point, biggest point of the whole thing. Why the fuck did she have to get married to get pregnant? I don't understand that. Her whole thing was to get pregnant Listen, and have a demon you baby. you live your life different than some other people. Why did she mean have to judge. get pregnant to have a and baby? Why, why did she just fuck why him? couldn't Piper walk two steps and freeze people? Why did she have to? Why was this? Why was she like, like, oh, I'm not close enough and we got to run away. Run. The demons weren't just moving. let them run to you. They were standing there. Let them run to you. Oh, my God. Let them come. This episode like, so Let them stupid. come as close as you get. And then the fucking detectives were like, had no Tweedledee and Tweedledee. Tweedledee and And then... Damn it. I have so much more to say. I hate this episode so much. <sighs> Alright, guys. That's five minutes. That's, uh. That's Charmed by Charmed. Charmed by Charmed. by Charmed. Fuck. Oh, I can't talk about it. Can't got me riled up. That's it. Charmed got me riled that up. That got you riled up. Charmed got me riled the riled fuck up. up. I'm fucking sweating you. Hot ass. It is hot. I want to finish this episode. <laughs> I don't even know where we're at, but I'm I'm done. I'm well, sweaty. I mean, we got we got some more stuff to talk about. I'm um, sure. well, the scene we can talk about this scene now. Um, well, there's the a couple of things I want to talk about before we get there too. Sure. Like, uh, you know what's super interesting is how well like let's go to the pool party. So she has to get invited to this pool party, right? Because her her yeah. uh, her classmate's mom makes her. Yeah. Because I think she wants to fuck her dad, which is I thought funny. so too. What did you, hold on? What did you think of the dad? Oh, I love the dad. It's funny. I watched this with Cassie, and the whole time she was laughing because she was like, "That's gonna be you." <laughs> no, dad. you're way too you're you're too charming to be that dad. I was like, "This Fuck. is the dad that says the charming things without being charming," you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, "You're gonna be funny." I will be funny, but he's like awkward and doesn't know what to do, yeah. and I feel so bad I for him so, the whole time. That's also freaked me out. 
Like he did it's too real. good of a job, and he, he did like such a good job. he couldn't do anything. Like he sucked at everything. Can I just say something? And I was like, okay, good. good. This is gonna be dad speech time. Yeah. Thinking on like, call me by your name, and how the big dad speech there is like so impactful. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then it started. It's like you know, I just. I just think you gotta put yourself out there, you know. And like, I was like, you sound like her videos. You suck. You suck so much at dating right now. But I love that she, that you made the point that she, she, yeah, he sounds like her videos because I think that's where her videos are coming from. Because he'll oh, say he something. Has anxiety too. Well, yeah, sure. But he oh. says something, and then she immediately like. You know why I know he does? Repeats it in the video form, which is so cute because it means she's hearing him. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just oh, sucks at representing that it. That too, yeah. 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 That's 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 neat. Yeah. That's that's deep. That's good. That's good, Bo. That's how that's how that's how smart I know this movie is, but I don't want to think about it because it gives me anxiety. But <laughs> the reason that I, I'm pretty sure he also does is because when he went to the mall to watch his daughter. Yeah. Like that. That is a man driven by anxiousness to have yeah. done that, and the way he responded was not like. He responded like he had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. Like he gave her cash and left because yeah. he couldn't handle having fucked up like that. I think you know? so too. Yeah, yeah. I think he, there's definitely some anxiety because I also think that he knows that the mom wants to fuck him and that's why he didn't go to the party too. Oh, you think so? I think so. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even think about I, maybe. that part of it. It could be. I just thought he was being like, because what the fuck was he dog. doing? And here's the thing. Like this is what this this is what made me upset about the movie. Like there's this whole pool scene where it's. The, the, there's this distance with the camera that does this thing that makes you feel like you're distant. Yeah. There's this weird sound technique going on to make you feel like even more awkward and like fucking intense and yeah. fucking push all your buttons. And then there's a moment where she's like, "Wait, you just gotta put yourself out there." And she goes to sing karaoke, and I was like, "Okay, so now she's gonna get a win. Someone's gonna be like, yeah. yeah.'" And then it wasn't. The only thing I will say is like, I did get a little bit of what I wanted because of her friendship with this kid. That yes. she makes at the pool party. Yeah. What's his name? I think it was Max. That sounds right. Sure. We'll say Max. And he's fantastic. He was I great. love yeah. that kid. He was so he cool. He was great. And he was super nerdy he and was like so cool. Because he had so he was so he went for it, man. His mannerisms were he like went for it. Amazing. Yeah. Um but it's just so funny. Well, it was also messed up because when I left the movie, I saw actual like Eighth, like kids who look like they were eighth graders watching the movie. Oh, really? Um, yeah, there was were a lot. Fun of there was a lot of young people watching this movie. It was I'm the surprised. first time I've ever seen that. I'm surprised. Every time I go see a movie, even if it's a fucking kids movie, I can go see Coco. It's always full of adults. Well, you're going at like nighttime. I, I went at the same time at night, and yeah, it was that's like what I'm saying, the kids, teenage kids. Yeah, because they have to go at like five. Yeah, because they have to go at like three. And so it was interesting. It, yeah. it was really interesting they fun to of see Max? that. Yeah, a couple of them made fun of Max. I was like, you don't fucking get this. I get this. I'm not even in eighth grade. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he was so good. I got you every kind. Uh, uh, we got two of every kind of sauce. So you can have whatever you want. But like, if if you want one more than another, you can have mine. Because I like them all equally. I love that. I was like, oh man, you're so, so good. Cute. He was so cute. He was. Yeah. I would have been Max's friend. He was a great part of the movie. Honestly, yeah. I think. I love that scene at the end that kind of like showed that Honestly, he's trying to make friends. His character and, like, is what made me like almost okay almost okay like he helped me get through the movie yeah like if it was none of him like if it didn't culminate on them becoming friends because it did redeem a little bit at the end a little bit like I said it didn't do it at all but it did did it did a little bit she did grow a little at the end and the father has a big speech with her at the end I think overall she didn't get a win like I was just expecting a win like one of her videos went to a thousand views, and that was a little validation. Yeah, well, because that's what went it to... would be in a normal movie, right? Like, that's what yeah. it totally would be. At yeah. the end, it's like, oh, I did it. Yeah. I got to a certain amount of views, yeah. and I'm happy. At the end of the movie, the conceit is, hey, I'm in the same place I am, but maybe I'm okay. I don't know. But maybe I'll be okay, yeah. Yeah. 
But honestly, that's what like yo, it was really it's, hard it's, fucking watching crazy. her fucking sixth grade video to herself. Oh, because it was like that was oh, so sad. I haven't grown up at all. That I suck so just sad. as much. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. Well, hopefully you're like this, and you're like, oh, you're the same exact person. Yeah, you. S- that's crazy. You are not doing what you thought. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a uh, see, and then there was a great moment when she told off the pool party girl, yeah. and she like. This actress, this this is another scene where this actress did it so fucking. Well, she well. like doesn't even look she, at her face. She can't. She, yeah, she looks down and, at the and ground and the it's whole not time. Like, and sometimes when an actor does shit like that, you're like, oh, you're looking down because you can't look yeah. at them. I bought it. I fucking bought it. I bought that she couldn't look up. Like she would, she wanted to. Yeah. She knew she should have. She tried, and she literally was doing the she best couldn't. she could. Yeah, she was doing the best she could, and I was like, I oh come on, no, you're doing so good, Kayla. Keep saying, oh, come, you got okay, you got it, yeah. you got it, you got it. But then like. There's no consequences for the pool party girl. There's no like, but that's life. I I know that's my problem with Joseph's consequence for bullying you is becoming your best friend. Like, (laughs) my my life is way more like Ladybird than like eighth grade. That's what I'm saying. My life is filled with lessons. Lessons. There was no lesson. That's what I'm saying. There's no lesson in him becoming your best friend after treating you like shit. Yeah, it is. What's the lesson? That he realized I'm worth it. (laughs) What? Yeah. Is that not what I'm supposed to pull away? From? No, I'm supposed to pull away that I have shitty friends. Like what am I? Like, like there's two there's two ways to look at life. Like there's one way to look at life. Like, well, he's the best I got. And there's one way. Like, hey, he realized my worth, and now we love each other. You know, like, like those are the two. Those are the two ways. Oh my god. And I like movies that remind me about the other way. But I also think that she's on the like precipice of change, and like she's about to go into Maybe. high school. And I, I don't disagree that she's, with you. Like, I don't disagree. About with you. to grow and but easily become a different could not person. be that because that's how. That's when you. Like middle school is the worst time of anyone's life, honestly. Like I can't even remember middle school. That you're much, going man. through like the worst changes. I can't even fucking remember because I've blocked it out so. Dude, hard. it was like a nightmare. I hate. That was when I went through all the worst things in my life. It was. It was. I hated middle school so much. That's another thing too, because like parents just don't understand. I can't even remember. Not where to I was quote living. Will Smith. Where was I living but... in fucking middle school? I don't know, but, but think you about don't it. know where was I living? I don't know. Where, you where was Dunkirk? I living? I don't know, man. I've always lived in Dunkirk. I know. But um, but think about it. Like, you are going through so much shit. You are in in it, and your parents literally do not understand. And there's there's no way to for them to understand. You could try to explain it. You could try to say, yeah, you know. Oh, I remember where I was. Where were you? I was in Lakeshore Drive. Joseph was my only friend. I remember he had to take a break with of me as a friend <laughs> because we spent too much time together. He said he was spending some time with his girlfriend Vanessa, who he did not who have, did not exist because he didn't get a girlfriend until ninth grade with Jessica. <laughs> Who he's still with. Congrats to them. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I remember that was also the year that he spent three days with me. My mom was like, he can't stay a fourth. (laughs) Uh, You were telling me that the other day. Uh, I remember that was also the time of Beyblades. I remember I got my GameCube. Oh, Beyblades. That was Smash. Um, Smash is great. I I also vaguely remember having to babysit some kids, and it was just awful. None of this is interesting, but I'm finally like remembering this time. You're finally like, remembering a little grade. bit, but I can't remember what I was like. I would have to ask you also. I can't remember because I. This is why. Because I remember not liking who I was. I remember not liking how I did things. I remember not liking the way I acted. So in high school, when I decided I wanted to be an actor, I literally changed myself. I literally uh... made it made a uh, made a promise to myself. Yeah. And I, because I was realizing everyone around me was a better actor than me. And I was like, why? 
And it's because I wasn't outgoing in life. And I wasn't charismatic and interesting oh, and gregarious so you made in that life. Choice to change. So I changed myself. That's crazy. That's why I'm good at those things now. Because of that choice. Yeah. Because I've, I I had to like change everything. Like how I view the world. Yeah. The same way like a person says, I will be confident. Like I literally, I literally did what you will Kayla said existence. to do in the movie. Wow. And Her like advice is great. Power talked myself into doing this. Yeah. You know. And then eventually you. That's why this movie fucked me up. Because real. Yeah. It's so real. Jesus it really Christ. is. Man, like, and just think about all the pressures that you have to fucking go through in fucking... It's so hard. Dude, like, trying to find a girlfriend was, like, my goal. That was it. For the longest... That was it. it. That was was it. That was everything. That's all I cared about. That was everything from fifth grade until I got one. Yeah. In tenth grade, I think. Yeah. I was so depressed because I didn't have a girlfriend because no one would date My first kiss between ninth and tenth grade. Natasha Torres. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out once I... <laughs> and, like, no one would date me. Now, she's, no one now, she's, now she has me. a baby with a kid, a guy with a glass eye. Wow. Nice fun fact. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, and, like, and I just felt so alone. And, like, to the point where I literally was, That was like, a half girl. Suicidal. And, like, I was like, oh, if I don't get a girlfriend, I'm going to kill myself. And, like, that's, that's not. I was never suicidal what? by the girlfriend. I was... Thinking those same things for other reasons. Well, it was but, depression overall. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but, put it toward. I put it. Yeah. I balled it up and blamed that. Honestly, I think <laughs> I think the reason I didn't have that one was because of Joseph. Yeah. I'm being honest, because I wasn't. I didn't have no one. I had Joe. Yeah. Like me and Joe, like we he literally spent three days, and then my mom was like, "You can't stay," because we spent so much time together. Yeah. You know, like he was what I. He was everything. He was my I, girlfriend in middle school. I didn't have friends until. Sophomore, sophomore junior year of high school. You find your group. You find high your, school. Your yeah. I didn't have friends. Well, I didn't until have. High school. I didn't have more friends until that same time. I didn't have a single friend. Yeah. Until high school, I got super lucky with you. That's crazy. Like I, we Thinking just happen to live it. next to each other at the same time. We happen to like if it didn't like I would be super fucked. <laughs> it wasn't because he's the. You know why? Because yeah. he's the first person that called me out that said you can't assume everyone around you is stupid because you're smart. He taught me that lesson. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, I would be an asshole. I would be the worst. You would be an asshole. I'd like to think. <laughs> I'd like to think people would say I'm kind. Yeah. And that's all because of Joseph. Oh, that's nice. It's it's honestly it was weird. Like it's, it was so close to not being that. Way. <laughs> you know, like I was so like it was a lesson from my mom. Yeah. yeah. It was a lesson from anything else. But oh my god, that's another reason that my brother's so important to me because I didn't have yeah. friends yeah. until high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like I didn't find the group or anything until I got to high school, and so my sister was too old. All I had was my brother. My sister was too old for me because yeah. she she was going through her teenage years when I was in you know yeah, yeah. fifth sixth grade, and when she had her first kid at seventeen, I was ten, mm. and I was the first person she told. We were close, but like it was different. I couldn't we yeah. couldn't do like what you and Matthew do. Yeah, Matthew you know, and I are like three distance. years apart. So yeah, it's like, that's perfect to yeah. have that kind of real. Like, like you helped him grow. Yeah. You know? And he was there for you. But but let's talk about fucking... Because I love the girl, the high school mentor girl. Oh, yeah. Like, I, up to this point, I was, like, anxious. I was kind of breathing heavy. And then this moment happens when she meets her. Did you watch this movie alone? Yeah. Oh, I man. wish I did. <laughs> it was just rough. Um, that was the first moment where I was like... Oh, well, I finally had a little bit of an exhale. Yeah. Because she was just nice. She was just nice. She was. She, she was, was nice and genuine nice. and trying to be there. And she looks. She seemed like she had anxiety, too. Yeah. But, like, she was a cool high school girl. Like, she... Like, 
she's the kind of girl that we usually would be in these movies. Like we see that age a little bit in things like um, Nez Declassified. Yeah. Or things like she looks like she could have been on that show. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know. Um. So her as the character, like I want to be like you, and like hey, and she like accepted that Kayla wasn't being super funny or super interesting or anything. Yeah. Because she had too much anxiety. Like. She just liked her for her, and that was the first point in the movie. Kayla saw that or yeah. had that, and it was like, oh man, it was. But it's also so funny because at the same time, Kayla's looking at her as this mature like person. Yeah, and when then and then you're walking the 16. school, you're walking the school halls, and it's the same. It's yeah. just a little older. Yeah, like the kids are just a little older, yeah. but it's the same kind of shit. Kids are throwing backpacks yeah. at each but other. You know, it is different. It, middle school to high school is different. It like, really things is. change. Yeah, you know. Because high school is when you start making choices and you start, like, being smart is more important. And, like, you start picking, you, finding your circles with yeah. chorus. Like, my my circles with chorus and band and JROTC. Yeah. And, like, that's where I made my friends, in those circles. That's when people, like, really get into sports, like, the, into the, the varsity. Like, yeah. it matters. People discover this themselves. This is the matters time, yes. you know? Yeah. It's, oh, man, just the whole world. Thinking about anything for more than five minutes is, like... You realize the, how frail and fickle everything is, and how stupid the way everything works is. The fact that you have to go from being a little kid in middle school, and then in the four years of high school where you're not learning jack shit, you have to decide who you are and who you want to be for the rest of your life yeah. because college is right after that. That's fucking. Oh man, I hate it so much. It's so stupid. I've yeah. always hated it. Even while I was in it, I hated it. And now thinking about it again, I'm stressed again, and I'm fucking hate it. Well, I, it's funny because if you don't think about it, it'll naturally just kind of happen. Exactly. Because those are your formative years. And that's what most people that's do. That's when you decide who you will be. That's what most. If you're people an do. asshole in eighth grade, you can be nice by the time you're a senior. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> you're cha- you're developing. You're yeah. getting hair on your dick, and you're fucking like deep. Your voice is deepening, and you're fucking like. Having sex with girls and you're fucking like things are changing, you know. Yeah. But then her fucking friends, her fucking friends, like ruined, got me the right back up, and it reminded me again of how shitty people are and how much people don't care about people. And like even at my worst as a person, like I, I don't think I've always been a kind person, and I've definitely treated people with disrespect, and I've definitely been an asshole, and I there's definitely people in the world that don't think highly of me. All the people in the other club from high from college. But, the sci-fi club? Yeah, fuck that club. <laughs> they all hated me. I have no idea why. Ooh, but, guys, if you want to hear all about Jesus the drama Christ. of the sci-fi club, just tweet at uh, Now Try This Cast on Twitter. I will tell you the whole goddamn story. And Nick will tell right you now. the whole story. The whole time. I'll tag off one by too. one. One DM. by one. But, it, but, like, but I've never been that much of a jerk. Like, they're so... The, are you talking I'm, about the one guy or all of the friends? I'm talking about friends? all the friends. Like, because I didn't think they were all that bad, except for the one, obviously. Um, but like, I thought they were just like joking around and like being silly, the way like high school kids are. Nah, man, those kids are dicks. Why were they dicks? They like called her out for like being boring, like to her face. I would well, at least no, wait they didn't the call pers- her out and say she yeah, was they boring. Did. They, they said, did. "Are we boring you?" Like, you know, yeah, what I mean? but not facetiously. They were being serious. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. Like I guess so. Wait till she walks away, and then we're like, "I'm sorry, was she? Were we boring her? She was like not saying anything." Yeah. And then the other, but I don't think you've like, learned that no, tact no, no. in high school yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. That is the, the the right way of doing it. But I think if I'm thinking back to high school, me, I just said things 
because I didn't understand that, like, it was polite not to just say them. <laughs> you know? I just said what I felt, and I said what I meant. I don't know. Maybe it was just my anxiety stopping me from saying the things. But in, maybe. It, it, to be I feel honest. like in high school, I did not. I don't know. I, I feel like in high school, I didn't do not remember having anxiety. Yeah. Obviously, I did. But I just don't remember it. It's different. It's different back then. Yeah. High school's different. Because I felt so comfortable just, like, yeah. be- goofing off and being myself and, like, being silly with my friends. Yeah. But now looking and back at that person as a person is weird. Yeah. Because they seem unformed and unfinished yeah. and unpolished and undesired. I poured Mountain Dew on myself because I thought it was funny. Our high school experiences were very <laughs> I think we're the same sometimes. And then you say shit like that and I was like, I would have never done that. For so many different reasons. <laughs> Mostly because I would have been too embarrassed. Mm. That's. I think that's also why... I, I'm a little anal about some sometimes. It, it leaks out. But I need everything yeah. to be, like, perfect. Yeah. Because I don't like the variables. Like, I can't handle them. Like, I yeah, can't yeah. handle not having control of the situation. Not knowing what I'm going to say. Not knowing what that person's going to say. Not being in... That's why I can't, like... Like, I had anxiety about going to my In the Heights signing at Barnes & Noble because I didn't know what line I was supposed to go in or where I was supposed to go. Yeah. Like, it freaked me out. Did you go? I did. Did you have fun? No, oh. because it got sold out by the time I got there. Oh, that sucks. Because I didn't want to skip therapy because it was after fucking seeing this movie. I needed to go <laughs> to talk to my therapist. So I had to go after, and yeah. it was sold out. I almost skipped. I almost canceled my therapy. Like, let me give myself enough time. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, I need to go. Oh, sorry. It wasn't just this movie. It was also work. But it was it was some of this movie. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm not going to make you completely off the hook. Like, yeah, this yeah. movie... Like... Like, I, like I don't know. Like I, I've already said it. I've already said it all. You've said it. But there's feelings that I can't explain, so it feels like there's more to say. Yeah, I but get the that. fact that it being unexplainable is why I have anxiety. You know, if I could explain it, then I could, you know, maybe do something about it. I just but think it's, it's a feeling. I just think the fact that he managed to capture so many different. Feelings I couldn't have and, done that. And thoughts and how did he do that? He just made like you know how movies are always like a thought provoking movie, blah, 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 blah. and it's like a shitty fucking movie because it's like get about out. a guy jacking like, off get, in the corner or it's get out and it's like thought provoking. I know this fucking racist. Yeah, It's exactly that. It's like this movie teaches you racism exists, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> that was so thought provoking. I loved it. Oh man, I had so many thoughts provoked. Uh, one thought that was provoked. Racism oh, is oh, everywhere. Oh, oh, second thought that was provoked. Yo, black people got it tough. <laughs> Third thought that was provoked. As a white person, I can be an ally. <laughs> uh, fourth thought provoking thing. If I'm blind, I could be racist. <laughs> I don't need to see color to be racist. Oh man, this bit's okay because you're making fun of racists, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, but, the, but, but your point yeah. was it actually is. It actually is a thought-provoking movie. Thoughts. I would not say that about oh, 99% of movies out there. I would say it's there. feeling provoking. It provokes feelings in me. I didn't have to think about anything because it just made me feel everything. Well, feelings come from your brain, so that is thought-provoking. Ooh, not true. That is. <laughs> Where did it come from? Honestly, that's like the. Where did it Honestly, that's the conceit of the way my therapist does stuff. Because I always think about everything. Yeah. And he's like, well, when you were a kid and that thing happened that was terrible, what what were you feeling? I was like, well, I thought that. I was like, no, no, no. I didn't ask what you were thinking. I asked what you were feeling. And I was like, uh... I hate your therapist. Uh... Really? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was about to say, I was like, I... 
it really works. It's 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 super true. You don't yeah. you don't give yourself time to do those things. You're thinking. You think too much. You know. Yeah. Especially as a person with anxiety, you're you're thinking about everything. That's what does it. Like yeah. ramping yourself up. You know. I can get lost in my own thoughts to the point where oh my god, hours pass and I'm like fuck. Yeah. I didn't do anything today. I was just thinking. Yeah. This whole time. And sometimes I go on the other side of the spectrum and I don't think. Like, the thoughts won't come because it's too intense. And then I'll sit there and then I'll realize an hour got back and I was like, I haven't thought about a single fucking thing. Because <sighs> it's just, it was too much. And, yeah. And I'm like freaking out about it. Um. I'm glad this movie gave you anxiety. <laughs> Guys, if you want to experience anxiety, go see <laughs> the, the hit movie, 8th grade. Can I be honest with you, though? Billion it's percent so of crazy to me. Like, I gotta give Bo so much fucking credit because I don't see Bo in this movie. Yes. Like, Bo this, Burnham, like he has such a unique style and craft. All of his work is, like, just, like, so fucking, like, like criticizing everything to the, like, nth degree and yeah. just, like, being shitty about yeah. it and also, like, super and internal it, and you either get it, self-reflective. He's being racist, so you see the racist as what the racists say, so you can know not to be racist. Yes. Like, he's, <laughs> he's, so like, he's like, come in on the joke, because this is, like, not satire. This is satiring satire. Yeah, like it's so much, and yeah. there's not that's not in this movie. No, it's just he just made art. <laughs> yeah, he's like I, this is what I want to do, and I, I watch. I try not to watch most of them. Yeah, because I because I knew this challenge was coming, yeah. and I didn't want to watch. But I love Bo, and I wanted to hear what he thought about this movie. For sure. But one thing that he said in an interview that's crazy to me is the reason he made this movie, and that was because he has anxiety. He yeah. has nerves. He gets stage fright. He literally has had panic attacks on stage and has had to just work through them. And no one would ever know, but yeah. he knows. And he, after the shows, would talk to his young fans. And young 8th grade kids would come to him and say, Hey, I appreciate what you're doing because I go through that and I can relate and that helped me. And at first, Bo said he thought, the fuck are you talking about? I fucking I'm performing in front of thousands of people. Yeah. How are we the same at all? Yeah. But the more and more he listened to his fans about this, the more and more he realized the 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 nugget of it all was the same. Like what he was feeling was the same thing they were feeling, and that's mm. what kind of got him thinking about this movie. And like that's crazy to me because this guy is not this. Like Mm-mm. he like his. I was pretty sure the first Bo Burnham movie was going to be some crappy musical while I figured out his craft, but, like, would be a lot of butt jokes and, like, farts and, like, <laughs> and like pseudo-intellectual things to just throw it out there. Because, like, if he made a movie ten years ago, that's what it would have been. But he has grown so much as, like, an artist. Like, this is not... A, like, this is a Bo Burnham movie, but this is not, like... Yeah. Like, you don't watch words, 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 what... Just, yeah. And... Make, and then get make, to this. Make happy, yeah. and then this is the fourth this thing. This felt like watching Get Out, where it was like, you're watching this guy, you don't know what he's going to make, yeah. he makes one thing, and then you're like, okay, cool, let's see what this guy comes out yeah. with, and it fucking oh, blows you yeah. out of the water. Like, fucking Peel, like, how, yeah, from how do you and Matt TV, how do you, like, way. go to making yeah. Get Out? And I feel like it was the same thing, where, like, this comedian guy, I didn't know what to expect, I love him, I know that he's a fucking genius, and... Going into this movie, like literally, just like yeah. loved it. So it's pitch much. perfect. Yeah, like whether you like whether you think it's a horror movie or whether you whatever you think about Get Out, I I I think the biggest praise of it all is it's just pitch perfect. Like it never doesn't know what it is. Like it's always like on. 
like on the money. Like yeah. it's it's on a road and it's going down that road. Like it's just yeah. craft. And I think this movie does that. It, it, this movie, it's which is just... funny because he had to make Keanu to get here. You know, Who? Keanu's with him and Key. Oh yeah, chasing yeah, yeah. after the terrible. cat. Eighth grade, it, Bo Burnham is like it's just like that. And like there was things here and there, but I was like, ah, that was that was a little bit too much. Still his um, first movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, but his next movie won't be anything like this. Exactly. And his next one won't be anything like that. And I'm so excited for him. And I hope that, like, like I know that he has anxiety, but the fact that he was able to, like, make a whole fucking movie yeah. was amazing. Interesting fact. Movie ended. Sure. I tend to watch the credits because I just, like, waiting for people to leave the theater. I like acknowledging people who made the movie, reading through the names. Okay? I'm also no, used to you, seeing the I was about to say post-credits you, I was about to say you want to make fun of a funny name when it comes on the screen. Fair enough. <laughs> a name a name popped up. Tom Ishizuka. And I said, that's weird. And I turned to Cassie and go, that's the name of one of my uh, former apprentices from my old job as a producer. And I was like, that's so random. This is just a like, unique name. I wouldn't imagine someone else had it. I go to work. I see that he like requested me at LinkedIn. and Recently? Or yeah, a long yeah. time ago, and well, never. A long like, time ago, and I never went to it. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, cool. Let me accept." I accept. It was like a few months ago. I accept. And then I was like, "Let me look through his stuff because I want." I do. I thought about the movie, and I was like, "Oh, I want to see if it's him." On his credits, producer Vicker. Producer Faith Grade. So you helped mentor. I helped mentor one of the people who made this movie happen, dude. Yeah. You make dreams come true. Yep. Wow. That's you know what? Been, you know what would have been great? Yeah. That you totally probably could have done. But you're lazy fuck. Texted this guy and got like a. And you know why I didn't do that? Interview anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> because I had that exact thought. I had enough time to do it, and then I freaked out. And I was like thinking about where he is in life and how he was my apprentice and where I am in life and how I'm going to ask this guy to be on my shitty podcast. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I freaked the fuck out and I stopped myself from doing it, from reaching out to him. You should send a message saying, hey, haven't talked to him while. I saw your name in 8th grade. Congratulations. We just did it on my podcast. I love that movie. So proud of you. Keep on keeping on. That's how networking works, Marcus. No, that sounds like Jesus begging. Christ. That's how, You don't ask anything. That sounds like begging. You're not asking that anything. That sounds like, hey, I, just, I technically am not asking anything, but obviously listen to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. No, you mentioned it in passing. No, I hate that. It's not in passing. No, you that's said like how much the you, fucking. Hey, I love like the, the movie. clue from uh, Hereditary. Hey, of, hey, like, pe- I, whoa, that's whoa. different. It's different. <laughs> hey, I loved your movie. We even talked about it on my podcast. Thank you so much. It was great. Congratulations. That's how networking works. Yep. Can't do it. Oh my god! Give me your LinkedIn. <laughs> Give me your fucking LinkedIn. You need a network better. I need to update my profile. How do you know he's not going to take a nice picture of the suit? How do you know? I don't. He probably is. Jesus Christ. How do you know he's not going to go produce another movie for another studio and he remembered how good you are at fucking numbers and he's like, hey, what are you up to? You never fucking know. That's what networking is. You have to stay relevant in people's minds. I don't know, man. I'm just going to die alone. That's what this translates you're not to. With, you're with somebody. <laughs> I know, but she's gonna. She's gonna, she's be gonna on realize she gets all this. This is all she gets, and then it's like the, the fuck out of here. Big bowl of anxiety. Yeah. She's gonna go on vacation and never come back. Yeah, you're gonna be in this apartment. She's gonna go out for you're gonna be in this apartment like Kelsey. Kelsey here. Oh, she said she wanted to get ice cream after this. That she's awake. Yo, she's gonna go get herself and never come back. Yeah, she's gonna listen to all this shit. And be like, I don't want That's that what shit. That's what's gonna be. Get that fucking That's dick away happen. from me. Fuck. God damn. You want none of that? Oh my god! Uh, okay. That is a crazy story. 
Isn't it crazy? This is a crazy movie. What did you think about the stupid... I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I need to talk to you about it. The fucking friend taking her home in the car. Ooh. Um, that was rough. That was hard for me to watch. Uh, Same. I'm super proud of Kayla. Who? Kayla? She said something. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. She no, was like, I, yeah, yeah. I'm close by one she, The fact that she said something, I, yeah. I, I, that was amazing. I thought she wasn't was going so brave. to. I, I didn't thought know it was, was going to happen. I, thought, I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought it was yeah. going to go somewhere she didn't want it to. And yeah. I was going to have to fucking sit here and watch this girl get raped. Yeah. Yeah, it was scary. Um, but that's the scene that made, well, it made me cry, but it was interesting because it made, um, but like Cassie also was crying during the scene and it was interesting to hear her talk about like how she's had like a bunch of guys like say that kind of stuff to her where it was like, oh, you you know, no one's ever going to love you. So like, I'm the best you're ever going to do it. Like shit like that. Like shitty shitty stuff that the guy says in the movie. How could people ever say that? That's crazy. And like, but guys... Say that. Fucking assholes say that. I was like, you and I would never all. say that. <laughs> we kill them all. I can't imagine ever saying anything like that. To say something to make someone feel so shitty about themselves so that way you obviously bring them true. down to yeah. their, their level. Yeah. Oh, you know who would say that. I don't say the name. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we both know. Shout out one time. <laughs> uh, but we, you know people like that. And, no, you're you right. We I mean? just, yeah, and regardless of whether or not like they say that i'm sure people you've come across in your lives have said that stuff to yeah. women and it's disgusting um but it's just it's interesting that that was another aspect that was like real you know like something that like my girlfriend and uh, women have to go through like and have gone through and like yeah that's scary that's it's it's shitty shitty to think about but it's also another thing that like she's it's a hard adult thing that she's going through at this age and she had no one to talk to about it because she doesn't have friends and you know she oh, has a single dad she, and, and she's like don't tell hannah i'll tell her you asked exactly is that what that's what he said right something like that like i don't want you to tell this to hannah yeah well i don't want her to know or something, something like that yeah there's just like a don't tell fault or something thing. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, but he makes her feel shitty about it, it makes it seem like it's her fault like she, and, like, and then she can't like reach out to him yeah but and another, that was almost those are only that was a hard, two seconds yeah that was a real hard scene um but another interesting thing that i thought about afterwards and it, i was like wow i'm so glad this movie showed that it's like one thing that always freaked me out while i was in high school was whenever seniors would date freshmen because that's exactly what that was oh yeah that's that's happens in yeah. high schools yeah, yeah. you in your high school i'm sure you yeah, had 100%. seniors dating freshmen my yeah. high school every high school yeah, senior i dated two freshmen they're senior oh my god <laughs> every high school as a sophomore it, i dated a freshman and i felt a little weird about it but every high school has that senior One who year. dates a freshman and yeah. that's watching that scene as an adult now who's well, not like, that's a high totally schooler, what's happening that's what's happening 100 percent, and it's disgusting yeah and like the fact that no teachers hey, step in, in there. that like no oh one says anything or does anything, yeah. it's just dis- it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Fucking like eighteen year old dating a fourteen. Oh, it's fucking gross. Yeah. Um, but I just always thought that in my life, and seeing it on screen again was just like validating to it's be like, like just wait till they're seventeen, man. Come on. <laughs> but seeing that again was like validating. Be like, oh, it is actually disgusting, and it wasn't just me. And they're only like, <clears throat> they weren't seniors; they're sophomores, aren't they? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so it's only years. three years, and it's still real weird, real creepy. Exactly. Real. I, I couldn't imagine having dated a middle schooler in high school because they're just so. They're there's a children. distinct. There's a distinct difference <coughs> from high school to. Well, she's fourteen. She's like, yeah. high, let's say she's a freshman in high school, even right. That the two extra months that she would have. Had I can't to go think through. about it this way because as a sophomore, <coughs> I dated a freshman, 
So she was 14, and I was 15. But, like, thinking about it now, super duper gross, but it wasn't gross when I was 15. <laughs> but I can't think about it in that way. I can't separate it, and it's freaking me out. I can't do it. Yeah. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, you you didn't have 18. a girlfriend. You didn't have a girlfriend when you were that young. Just, we don't want to talk about it. I, I, yeah, I didn't have a girlfriend until I was, like, It's weird thinking about old. it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um... But it's just, it, it was an interesting thing to show yeah. that, like, yes, it felt gross, yes, it fre- felt predatory, but, like, it felt also real. Um, and that's real. just another example of this whole movie feeling like... Too fucking real. Too real, honestly, yes. I agree, it was too real. I didn't have any chill until <clears throat> fucking Max and his fucking McDonald's fucking nugget. Oh, I love... That was such a good release, But then the scene was too. so short. It was short. But that was a good release, at the end, I think, of this high-tension, I mean, like Rick and Morty. stressful movie... Oh, they did. And he was quoting Rick and Morty. I love it. Oh, it was so cute. But at the end, they have you know chicken nuggets, and he puts it on a plate, and it's so stupid and adorable. I love it. And he was wearing a fedora in his picture on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. He messaged her. He was wearing a Classic. fedora. Oh, Classic. <laughs> okay, Nick. I wore. I didn't wear a fedora. I wore um, um, cabbie hats. A fedora has never touched my head. Cabbie hats was my thing. I at remember. that age? What do you mean? No, as an adult, you wore cabbie hats. Because they look good. But I wore them Funny, to, like, overcompensate. Like, act like you didn't wear cabbie hats in college. Yeah, they look good then, but it's different <laughs> when you're fucking young. It's too big cabbie my hearts, Cabbie hats and a big scarf. Oh, my God. It keeps my uh, throat warm for... <laughs> I've never said anything like that. I, yes, I have openly, yes, I have openly be like, I have a cool one scarf. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. I wear scarves that Keeps look cool. Keeps my chi inside. <laughs> I've never said that. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. My load here. Uh-huh. On the podcast. I know. I, I they, they fucking look good. <laughs> I look good in a scarf. That's why I wear scarves. Okay, Nick. So. I will say after you wear a scarf and then you don't wear a scarf, your neck's fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that is really true. <laughs> I, I just needed more Max. I needed. I needed more Max. I needed two more scenes like that that were a little redemptiony. Yeah. And I needed. I needed more releases because the tension was building up and there was a little bit of release because Hannah was nice but then it, it got so real when she had to call Hannah that I, I hope that's her name that 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 got more anxiety and then like Max was good but then it was so short and right after that we went to more shit and you saw the tape of when she was young I think after that right? Yeah. Ugh. I can't deal with a movie like this. So Nick I will never watch it again. Did you like the movie? No. Man. Would you recommend the movie? Yes. Yeah. So many people should watch this movie. Will you watch another Bo Burnham joint? Not if it looks anything like this movie, dude. If if it's like ninth grade and it's like the same thing with a different person, like a kid, like yeah. a, another kid, I'd be like, absolutely not. Eighth grade, the sequel, get the fuck out of here. Like I will. I love Bo Burnham. I'm excited for his next special. I'm excited yeah. to see where her career goes. As a person, like one of my favorite things to watch is he was in the green room. Which is a comedian talking to comedians mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. And he was on with Mark Marin, fucking Ray Romano, like fucking legends, man. Like a couple other people. What's the name of that one guy that's a legend that's like a Buddhist now? Um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Keanu Reeves. Okay. Well, he was in this room with these fucking comedians, and they're all old, older. Like they're fucking in their 40s and 50s. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys, like 60. And they're talking about comedy and like what comedy means. And then the moderator would make it a good point to include Bo, because he's yeah. 23 at the time, or 22. And he was, like, asking him questions. And the things he was saying 
all the guys were almost a little like almost dismissive, except the one guy that's super old that's a Buddhist. Mm. I forget his fucking name. He's super important. He's a super important comedian. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Man. Jesus Christ. Very you're, this invalidates everything you're about to almost, say. Almost, it really does. But like he would have something to say that was really interesting about comedy. And all the other older guy would like make jokes, but the one old comic like No, the kid's right. Like he's like the Buddha of fucking yeah, yeah. comedy and everyone looks at him and like such and he's like, No, the kid's the kid's onto something. And, you know? It's it was super interesting. And then the moderator was like, Hey, go go sing Art is Dead for us. Show us what you do because a lot of these Ray Romano has a fucking yeah, yeah. Bo Burnham fucking special, and then he just is like okay, and he went to the piano and sang "Art Is Dead," and then you could see that moment of these comedians like, oh shit, this kid's the real deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And I love I watch that moment all the time. I've watched it like twenty times that video just because of the realization of Bo like in this comedy sphere as like legit yeah. is so cool. Like I grew up watching Everyone Loves Raymond. Like I yeah. fucking he's great. You know, like these are the people that fucking made comedy kind of what yeah. it is, you know, and they're like, Bo's got something, you know? Yeah. But it's also Bo has something so unique that I don't think anybody else will ever have that. No, for he's, he's going to be a Jim Carrey. He's going to be like some, he's going to be a because I think Carlin. He's going to be. Well, a, yeah. But also the fact that he's so reflective and knowledgeable and like he kind of changes the game in his own way and makes it unique to the point where you're either copying off of him. I know what clip you're talking about. I know, you're either copying off of him or that you're fucking like, I don't know. It, it just, it just seems like he's too unique and that's it. Like he, he, style Shanley. comedy, his song, his self-reflectiveness. Like that's, that's who he is as a person. Other comedians, they're a dime a dozen. You watch a clip on fucking comedy com, and it comes out on Facebook, one of their Facebook videos. And it's like, what do you think about chicken nuggets? Man, I love chicken nuggets. Oh, aren't they great? I had chicken nugget one time. It punched me in the face. And like, it's just fucking like repetitive. Like the joke could be told by anybody. I don't know. I think you're being super harsh. Comedy's real hard. Comedy is <laughs> there's hard. There's a lot of good comedians so that ma- aren't sure. gods. You know? But there's so many things that I feel like com- the joke could have been told by anyone. And there's a true good sure, sure, comedian sure. is like that joke was told by that person because Well, I would argue that, that thing it's, at that time. It's because they're not they, – they're transcending comedian. There's a lot of good comedians. There's only a couple fucking artist comedians. You know, like I don't know what the phrase is. Like, but I know like, you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, Eddie Murphy in his prime was not a comedian. He was like, like Kevin Hart in his prime, like fucking Carlin in his prime were not comedians. They were like orate. They were like the they defined the generation. You know, like it's more than just the comedy thing. You know, yeah. there's a lot of good com- comics out there that can tell a good joke and they're gonna make me yeah. laugh. But I know what you're saying carrot. He transcended comedy. Listen, man. That movie when he owned that business on the beach thing? <laughs> he was in a movie? Remember when he got, like, weirdly jacked for no reason? Man, he looks funny now. He looks weird. He looks dead and died. I don't understand why. He was like, you're making fun of me. I'm going to go to the gym and fucking check my eyeballs with steroids. That'll okay. show you. Yeah. It's fucking. And then he's still doing the same prop comedy. <laughs> and They're- here's a chick. <laughs> <laughs> <Who's a trigger? laughs> but I understand exactly what you're saying. I I wish I knew a word for it, but it's like it's transcendent. It's past a comic. It's yeah. like he will define our generation. Yeah. And you know? then you know, 
they go and become popular and make shitty movies and are stars in Jumanji and have a TV show that they're hosts of. I know. I love Kevin Hart so much back then, and now he's you know he's 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 enterprise. He's capitalism. <laughs> he is capitalism. He's 100% capitalism. And there's a great thing about that. I love that. You know? That's okay. And his newest stand-up is going to be about how he cheated on his wife again, and it's going to be hilarious, and he's yeah. going to be great. But yeah. it's not going to be like, you know, say yeah. it with your chest. It's yeah. never going to be that, you know? Um. Okay, Nick. I asked you your questions, and now it's the time of the podcast. Actually, it's past the time. To ask, to give me my challenge for next episode. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. I apologize if I came off harsh about you giving me this thing. It just really kind of messed me up. That's okay. Okay. What do you have to say to Bill Burnham when he listens to the episode? Because he is known for listening and watching uh, obscure, things, random. obscure random things on the internet. And maybe one day he's Listen. like, what do these random fucks have to say about... The only thing I have to say to Bo Burnham right now. Here, here it is. Yeah. Hey, Bo. Yes. You can be on our shitty podcast. That's all I have to say. Nice. 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 We, See, we don't that's have central air. Networking, dude. We have AC. No, you gotta fucking sell it. We have central, <laughs> we have central air and hors d'oeuvres and caviar. It's hot. You wanna eat caviar on my ass? You I'm got dying. it. You got it. Um, But here's the thing. Honestly, you're, it's, it's probably great that you gave me this as a challenge. Because I was going to watch this movie anyway, and if I had watched this movie and didn't have an outlet to talk to you about it, I would have been too embarrassed to talk about it the way mm-hmm. I have right now. Yeah. And talking about it obviously helps. We also wouldn't have as in-depth of a conversation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Like, it w- I would have watched this movie, it would have fucked me up just as much, and I wouldn't have had any release. Yeah. At least now I got to talk about it and, you know, share. I know. I know. wanted to talk about it, too. I thought it was just Shared. it was just too good not to have yeah. a conversation about Right. You know, and also get that clickbait. And also, that, in the site, guys. And also, know, that like, being said, I hate you for giving me this challenge. No problem. Good. Great. So, you're ch- <laughs> so just to change it, <laughs> go completely the other way. Marcus, I just saw a movie. Uh huh. I just saw a movie. I don't believe you. That I. Okay. I just saw a movie that I loved. Mm-hmm. It was not Teen Titans Go. I just saw a movie that I loved so much. That I plan on seeing it again this week, and probably again the week after that. That's a lie. That was not sorry to bother you. I'm plan. I oh, what movies just are on theater? Saw a movie that was I- it this is the sixth part. Was it Purge of this <laughs> franchise? <laughs> and it has. Go- and I know you've seen like one of them randomly. And I've never. Oh yeah, no, I did. Yeah. Here's the thing. I want to start at the, the beginning movies. with you. And then after that, the first perch, I will pro- shut up. I will probably give you more of them because I love this franchise so much. Why? I don't fucking know. Just seeing is it, it all killing. This is perfect escapism. No, perch? it's not killing. It's the opposite. Ethan Hunt goes out of his way not to kill anybody Who's when he can. Ethan Hunt. He is the alias of Tom Cruise in the franchise Mission Impossible. Do, 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 uh, Which one do I have to watch? The pre-Scientology or post-Scientology? They're all Scientology. <laughs> they got their mitts in them right away. And I'd appreciate if you didn't make any more Scientology jokes. Like, Two is going to be the whole episode. I want to talk about the movie. We'll, we will definitely talk about the movie. Jesus Christ. You have to watch the first Mission Impossible movie. Okay. Now, granted, this is also going to be super interesting because I haven't revisited it in at least three or four years. It's going to be like Ocean's Eleven over again. <laughs> no, it's not. It's going to suck. No, it's not. Because, wait, no. I've watched it. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it a year or two ago. Oh, okay. For like the first time. Oh. Because the first one I watched was the third one. 
and this then is the, the fourth, best one. J.J. Abrams, right? Yeah. And then the fourth. I've never watched it. And then the fifth. And then I went back and watched one and two. And then I've watched the sixth. So, oh, yeah. no, I think it was between. A four was so good, I went back and watched them. And I want to start at the beginning because pre-Star Tom Cruise, pre-big budget of these movies is super interesting. Like, the movie that this series is at the beginning, and the movies they are now, so different. It's so interesting to talk about the progression of these movies. Um, but we both have busy weeks, so I'm only going to give you the first one. If I am so inclined, maybe I'll give you a couple more, like two and three, another time, and then maybe we'll do four, five, and six sometime, or something cool. like that. Yeah, yeah that Start with the first one. We're going to get all up in that. I would describe this first movie <laughs> not as an action-adventure like Sixes. I would describe it as, like, a noir heist movie. Oh. It's so different. You're going to be so surprised. I'm interested. Except that I just told you to be surprised, so you're going to be less surprised. Yes. Great. Thanks. Perfect. Killing it. Self-referential. Hashtag Gaka. Nice. Yeah. Should they leave a review? I can keep going, dude. Forever? I don't have to stop. This is I the can change these batteries. I can get to two hours. We're like 15 minutes away from two hours. <laughs> we can get there. No problem. Okay, Longest guys. podcast ever. No, no, let's thank keep going now. No, 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 now we're doing it. Thank you for listening. Now try this. You said you won't end. Be sure to rate us five stars. You can write whatever you want. Nah, man, don't rate anything because we're going to keep going. Don't have to stop. Nick asked for something that I forgot earlier in the review. Five. Five star reviews of why Napoleon Dynamite's a good movie. No, that's a terrible movie. No one's literally no one will write a review about why it's good. It's shit. That's fine because if we get five, we have to do a commentary track. I hate that. I don't want five. Okay. Don't do it, guys. Ooh, now we're definitely gonna get them. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, so much. Uh, tweeted us at not try this cast. Let us know what you thought of eighth grade. I freaked the fuck out, Marcus. Also, but he liked freaking out, I guess. And this is where we're at. It's nice to freak out every once in a while. No, nope, absolutely not. <laughs>